Greetings guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Redemption for Rotten. I'm your host Mr. Yazma Tehan and joining me now once again is will always will be my favorite host, uh, Kai. How are you oh, doing Kai? Thank you. I'm doing quite well, more or less. <laughs> I mean, the last few days had been, let's just say, filled with stuffings. Uh, most, of, most of the time my belly and yeah, um, yeah uh, you can assume the Christmas times. Yeah. Um, it's always like sitting together with friends and family and um, lots of uh, good 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 food so yeah yeah um, I'm also doing, was doing well this weekend I mean I don't celebrate Christmas some people might not know I'm not a new Christian I'm Muslim but I know you you're I don't know how if you're religious or not but but we're okay we don't judge people in this podcast so so how are you, Kai? Because, God, I forgot. We did actually. What was that? It's another moon-themed movie, a Moonfall last podcast, right? I said our last. Oh yeah. That's reviewed. Could could be could be. Yeah, we um, had uh, you know Andy. Uh, I was I was thinking whether we had something in between, but I think yeah, Moonfall was the last one. Yeah. Some some kind of Let's see. Oh yeah, it was Moonfall. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Let's see. When did I yeah, release what, it? What, what a, a, Four months what ago, actually. At uh, in July, actually, people would not know. July, I, I was thought. I thought it was like in. Spring I published or so. the episode. I think in the, the ending of July, so maybe a few days before it. Ah yeah yeah, yeah right. Um, I, for a moment I thought you. Oh, I lost you. Never mind. Because it was a little bit, a little framey, but now things are working well. But at least the yeah. audio is important. That's the most important thing because people want to yes, hear us. Good. They don't want to see us. Right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> man. So, man, you know what? Because, you know, while people might be wondering, how, okay, what have you been like for all this time? You know, some life stuff happened in my life. And I had to, you know, nothing major stuff, but I got busy and stuff with work and other important stuff. So I had to put the podcast on hold. Well, I try to see if I ever got the chance to come back to try to do it. And right now, I think with today's mm. actually, it was like, you know what? I'm just at least release one episode before the end of the year. You can tell. Yeah, and and I I think we've we've taken a very very interesting spot for for this one. So it's we are we are still doing the redemption of the rotten yeah, yeah. Uh, logo in front of it. Yeah, yeah, we're still doing it. And, and it's, also, it's, it, I, I think I, I think this is the, the the first one where the like we are in in one week of release of it, <laughs> or like yeah, because it's on Netflix. Huh? I think people, yeah. are, of course, by when you click the title of uh, of the episode, you already know we're doing Rebel Moon Part One. Was it that that ch- a Child of Fire or a, that Child of Fire? Uh, child of Fire, yes. And the second one is the Stargiver, uh, Stargiver. Scarcaver, yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about the title later when we go into the movie, but... Um, because originally we, we, we haven't decided if we're going to... What are we going to do? We, we can't say if we're going to do, like, Godzilla or what was it? The Baywatch movie. I mean, I mean Godzilla. Oh, we, yeah, we... Yeah, yeah. The we 1998 one, not, the, not any, any of the new ones. I, I mean, we've, we've been putting the original original i mean it's uh roland emmerich um godzilla for quite some time 
been very, very high on our lists. Yeah. So I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah. Actually, Godzilla, we have more love to say than Moonfall, especially what he does in the film. <laughs> yeah. The mayor and his assistant, that's a story on its own, what he did with them. And we need Andy for this one. <laughs> yes. Any Ron Emmerich movie, we have to get Andy for it. Yeah, I, I think unfortunately he wasn't available. Yeah, he for was unavailable. And then we thought so Baywatch, but then uh, some stuff happened. Yeah. Uh, we got busy. Uh, but when I say some stuff, I'm not talking anything major, just for the listeners and the viewers. Yeah, it's. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, we have about 25 minutes. Uh, do you want to add anything else you want to talk you might mention before we move on? What you were doing? What I've been doing, not not much actually. It's yeah. um, lots of stuff happening at, at work and um, sort of stuff happening here, over there. Playing some games yeah. as as usual. I'm trying to um, rework some some things for my new Di- uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign that I'm currently doing, and. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's different things that that are occupying my mind here and there. So it's right now it's basically sorting everything out and uh, having a right time slot for everything. It's mm. sometimes sometimes I'm I'm in this in this chaotic phase where I have twenty twenty um, projects. Hap- uh, apologies, uh, guys, for listening and. And watching, uh, we have we sent some um, some connection errors. I got disconnected, but we were back. Uh, we apologize. Huh? So you were talking, Carlos. You were talking about Dungeons and Dragons. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, some something like that. It's um, I'm writing here and there some some kind of adventures that I publish on the DM Guild, which is some sort of like, um, uh, let's just say marketplace where you can download some some Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And mm. um, I've been trying to come up with some some ideas over the years. So I published at least two new stuff, two new things over there. Um, I wanted to do four this year. I only did two, but um, I basically also have like this thing over there and this over there and this over there, and uh, didn't really finish any of those. So. Um, the, the the usual thing that I have no and um, I um, had a new campaign with with a new friend group or oh, basically I started a new campaign with with another friend group that I had uh, where they wanted to have a certain specific and we apologize guys again for the second time uh, my PC was going through some issues and like I said I apologize to you Kai for everything uh do you want to That's continue okay. talking about D&D or I feel that my kid jinx the screen? And... <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe if I start talking about D&D for a third time, then I think uh, I'm screwing up your PC completely. Yeah. I mean, basically, probably it's the... He's, he's uh, I think, re- referring to if, if he's hearing Dungeons & Dragons, he's having a fear of uh, running Baldur's Gate free on your PC or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I have still you, haven't have played you, have... the game. Uh, I played Alan Wake 2. That's the last game I played. I'm playing now Street yes. Fighter 5. I mean 6. Yeah, I've I've been playing Spider-Man 2. 
um, recently. I platinumed it e mm. even. So um, if if I'm doing a platinum thing, uh, that 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 stands out because I I'm still in the single digits uh, with regards to platinum, uh, making a platinum for a game. Mm. So also, I, I recommend also Anwick too. That's also an easy platinum. Oh, it is. No, it's it's. I I think the 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 most frightening thing. I because a friend of of mine also uh, speaks highly of it, but he's having Is issues also no no it's it's a personal uh, direct friend group of mine um but it's like playing horror games and it's not really our thing um neither uh what what the friend does nor myself because i've actually never played a horror game um and um so it's it's also i didn't play the, the first one um, so I'm kind of like staying away from from those things. Um, I'm if if it would be going more in a, a Max Payne direction, then then I would be going for it. But um, having having like um, running around in the dark and uh, having some kind of like frightening moments, that's that's not really my cup of tea, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. You mentioned Max Payne. We should have that movie also in an episode podcast also. Oh, yeah. And that's oh, a terrible, yeah. terrible movie. Oh, yeah. Who do you think I, we should I mean, get for that episode? Andy or Joe? Who do you think would be more fun? I think Andy at that point. I mean, at this point, we should have it for him on every episode. <laughs> Have him be our guy. <laughs> the he he'll be representing the audience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if if he likes those kinds of bad-ish movies, and also like if if um, Mark Wahlberg does Mark Wahlberg stuff, I think this is a general winner winner for this. Yeah, it's by the director of Die Hard. What was it? Five, if I'm not mistaken. Is the one in Russia that's five, right? Yes, that's yeah. the five. Yeah, that's the one. same director. Oh crap! Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else? So we got uh, anything else we want to bring up? And oh yes, do you want to mention anything about Star Trek? Oh, no! Actually, right now it's um, we are in this uh, limbo phase because um, if you are looking back for the last couple of months um we had been seeing bangers and bangers and bangers um with regards to um lower decks coming out we had um, stranger worlds coming out and um now in the last couple of months there has been nothing um there's the only thing that's on the plate that's coming in in the near future is discovery season five and um, the other thing is probably Lower Decks Season 5 sometime next year. And no, due to Do you mean to say Discovery? Because I think you said Lower Decks Season 5. Yeah, both both are in oh, Season both 5. Oh, both are in Season 5. Yes. Discovery oh, yeah. is basically starting... I think they, they recently mentioned the, the start date uh, recently, but it was like spring... 2024 all right they stopped everything because of the strike yeah that no uh, also 
uh, um, they they ended shooting basically around 2022 and they they wanted to start it in 2023 but at some point early this year they said that uh, they cancelled Star Trek Discovery after season 5 sorry they had to do some reshooting oh, to, like to make it like an, and to give it a new to ending to make like a complete ending and um, yeah it's it's at that point it's big question what's coming after it um most of the things it's basically um the staff star trek academy show that they wanted to have are they uh, are this moving now to netflix now Flappies? because i know prodigy moved to netflix no, no. no this is prodigy this is just prodigy at that point right now prodigy is the only thing that's not coming to um paramount plus and yeah. um paramount plus is it's also a different kind of topic right now um basically what's coming up right now is shooting strange new world season three they basically started at the beginning of the month and by the end of next month they're going to start the section 31 long track is this the one with uh, michelle Yeoh? yes uh that's is this one. one that's going to be a movie or a TV show? Because I'm getting confused. Yes, it's it's, it's now basically a made for streamer movie. Oh, Paramount Plus movie. Yes, yeah. yes. So basically, um, if you're looking through the releases in the last couple of um, years, they had one thing called short tracks, which was like a oh, ten just... to fifteen minutes bite size. I have not seen it, but I heard of them. Yeah, yeah, there are, I think, 10 episodes out. Uh, you can see them on Paramount+. Plus. And I think at some point they were saying, like, okay, let's do a longer version of it. And um, for some time they were talking about making a TV show with uh, Michelle Yeoh, um, with her character uh, Emperor Jojo, with regards to Section 31. So they had some kind of exit for her on discovery and afterwards they were saying like okay this this could be a jumping off point for for her own tv series yeah. but then uh this very great actress um got an oscar yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, she got very very busy um and and also got increased. that's another thing yeah, yeah i think i think they they basically no uh, uh got the idea that okay maybe we cannot book her for an entire tv show right now so it's just like a um movie and also it's very interesting also that that they were saying like she's basically the driving force behind this movie so it's is she a producer on the movie could be i i'm not really sure what what kind of like producer credits are going yeah, sometimes you hear a story about that oh by the way that's my slipper if you can hear something fell I think that's okay. Uh, because you will hear stories about how sometimes you know, like Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, he got pretty pretty because he was the hand, and so maybe yeah. something like this. But I don't know how yeah, big she's involved. I would, I would also assume. I mean, uh, thinking about like, um, I think Patrick Stewart got producer credits starting from Star Trek Nem um, Insurrection, uh, also got producer credits for Picard, of course. He didn't get um, producer credit on Nemesis. I think he also did, but it's. Because I know what's in, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brent Spiner wrote the Nemesis, right? 
he co-wrote it. So oh. basically, the story story was from him. But I think um, the, the the screenplay itself was written by uh, this one guy who did Gladiator. I think. Ah, uh, John Logan, right? Yes, exactly. I think that's the guy who also did uh, Skyfall. He also wrote Skyfall and Spectre. Yes, he was he was very prolific back in the day, and it was at that point it was he was a very high get um for writing uh this this thing but eventually let's just say it like that let's um, just say it's, we'll keep it another topic on the podcast we know we have to do some star trek movies yeah yeah and i know pretty sure if we bring star trek movie we have to bring also the why does god needs a spaceship that's also another thing yeah star trek 5 is definitely on the list um this and, one uh, last box Star Trek thing, Kai. Five or Nemesis? Nemesis. Do you prefer Nemesis over five? Yes. Okay. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> um, I Basically, actually, don't actually... give Mick Shatter direct a movie. That's what you're saying. Even if it's... <laughs> <laughs> I actually, actually recently rewatched um Star Trek five for some reason. Um, <laughs> it wasn't oh. really that bad, but it wasn't also not that, that good. <laughs> I've seen what's what's their name? Uh, uh, the dance sequence in the desert. Oh, you mean the Michelle Nichols dance? Yeah, what's their character again? Uh, Uhura. Oh, yes. Uh, we don't know how to pronounce her name well. Uh, you know what? For five, we need to get Andy. That's some. That's the movie we need Andy for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, also the the fun thing that there are two interesting tidbits just just around this movie there's there's one thing where captain kirk is basically um having this one t-shirt with 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 the written thing go climb a rock which is becoming its own meme and the other thing there was i think the row your boat scene they have to sing (laughs) no no not the not the row your boat scene there is there is a very interesting behind the scenes interview um by william shatner where they're talking about what Captain Kirk is doing during this movie and it was like filled with r- random quotes that he was uh, talking about and and it's it's wild just looking at this interview because it's like he's describing our uh, Captain Kirk is climbing a wa- mountain why is he climbing a mountain to hug the mountain to embellish this mountain was and he high when he was point, saying this it sounds like he was I high. have no idea Maybe um, he was high with high with um Because that um, explains that the aliens are the That explains no, <laughs> it's 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 basically an interview directly on the scene where they shot the scene uh in, in Yellowstone uh National mm-hmm. Park. And um he's just sitting there and stuff like that. And they made a song out of this interview. And this is Magnificent, magnificent. I I can uh, um, you know give you what? the link up. Whenever the next Star Trek show premieres, we gotta make this a review, and we have to get Andy for it, just to make yeah. him suffer watching this. Definitely, Definitely. Yeah. Star Trek Five is a wonder by itself. Yeah, and also in February we have to put this on the list. Uh, the live action Netflix Avatar lesson, but it's premiering. We have to do Shyamalan's Airbender for this. Okay, I actually never seen it, so that's going to be interesting. Well, it is a masterpiece on it in a different way than what Shyamalan <laughs> wanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, I think we spoke enough about other stuff. Let's talk. The people who hear the one, especially the Snyder fans, they want hear us talk about. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, and just, just, just as a comparison, I think still the um, the, the highest watched um, episode of Rot, uh, um, Redemption of the Rotten was the Man of Steel episode, right? And how many of them actually did watch the episode? That's a good question. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're looking at the statistics, that's a completely different thing. I mean, it's basically probably I, if I would assume just throughout the first seconds of it. A very high peak and then it's slowly going down. That's exactly you basically describe the episode viewership. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've seen those curves uh, very very often. Yeah. Now the episode, you know what? At least you know at least I get I'm prefer for Man State because talking about the good movies, Zack Snyder directed, people. You know what? I'm not gonna go into Man Steel the debate. If you want to listen to yeah. Man go watch our episode. Yes, uh, go watch this episode, which was a very fun one. First of all, watch this. We need to get the views, then watch this, the other one. Yes. All right. Uh, we should begin. Oh. So, where were we? Uh, yes, uh, Zack Snyder. Rebel, so. Rebel Moon. Uh, Part 1, A Child of Fire. Do you think that, no, that's what it would have been called if it was a, a Star Wars movie that he originally wanted to make? Do you have called it a child... What do you think you would have called it? I think A Child of Fire would have been a title for it. Um, I think because it's like so generic in, in its in its premise. And still, um, looking at the movie, I don't know who the Child of Fire actually is. That's everyone's question from the title. Who is the Child uh, of Fire? Uh, Crap, I'm not the only one. Everyone's like, okay, well, who's the... Because he, if he's trying to be Sophia Patel, he could have said the child of war because there's a scene in the movie she says, I'm the child of a war. That would have made sense because we now, yeah. because no, this is the two part. The second part, it's called Scargiver and that's supposed to be her because that's her nickname, yeah. right? Yeah. Or basically just call it Rebel Moon Part 1 or Part 2 like what they're doing with Dune. Yeah, could be, but it's it's not really like um, actually mentioned throughout the movie what that there is a child of fire or stuff like that. So is this supposed to be the princess that they're saying? Because I don't think that's this child of fire. Because I don't know if I would describe her as the child of fire because what she was basically. Yeah, but, but, but this, this child only appears for like a uh, short scene, so it's not really like a center of the movie itself. And also, I'm not watching what that 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 Snyder cut of the movie just to you find out what this child of I fire. Mean, it's 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 basically I've I've seen TikToks recently about if you would rename the Star Wars um, movies by itself, and. Um, if you if you would change them completely um, by renaming them, like if you would take episode three and you would uh, call it Attack of the Clones, this would actually make more sense hmm. uh, with regards to to other things. Uh, and kind of, I've kind of have the same feeling here. I mean, if if the if you would have spoilers for the end of the the things, 
um, that this this princess that that's being just mentioned in this one, if if she has a bigger role or bigger part of the story in the second part, I would call this part then like um, Child of Fire, whereas this would be then Star Scargiver, because you're basically following the path of uh, Sofia Botella's character, and she's yeah. the Scargiver. So I don't know. Maybe that's that, just... maybe the exact that Netflix just like okay I don't know maybe they were supposed to say scarf just like they got mixed up it's like ah just to research but they don't care to fix it. Yeah, it could be. I I mean there, there there's so many questions that I have afterwards this after this film. Just before um, we begin, um, let's answer this question. Do you yeah. plan on watching that the extended cut that he's saying he's going to release? Yes, definitely. Yes, I'm I'm going to watch this. Uh, I because I have the feeling. That there is the possibility of a better explanation for things that are happening throughout the movie. And I think those have been just cut out most of the times. And uh, he also because... mentioned he's doing the same thing also with the second movie. <sighs> Crap. I mean, it's, it's basically all a Batman v Superman all over again at that point. Because... Um, Whenever I was watching this in, in the cinema, I didn't really vibe with the entire movie by itself. But when I watched the extended version of it, I, I really felt the movie bad, much, much better. So it's really elevated from a baffling, I don't know whether I uh, think this movie is good, to, oh, this is actually a good movie. And and if if... We are, we are talking about or most of the times of this um, interesting quote by uh, Greg Miller uh, when he was saying like um, Batman v Superman is a good movie and I always uh, if if I would be making this quote I would al always have this like uh, um, sub, uh, sub sentence afterwards like but only the, the extended version because the, mm. the theatrical cut of it I never really thought this was like a. I did good not like the theatrical cut. At least, you know, the extended cut, at least it gave me some explanation and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, but I feel like exactly. they didn't divide much too. It's like, I think that, and I think, what was it? Uh, the extended cut, they kind of hint like, oh, yes, Lex, Lex is working with the, I think, dark side because it's one scene. But then I have not seen, um, what was it? The Justice League. Did you watch the Snyder cut of Justice League? Did he hint in that movie that Lex had was working with Darkseid and Apocalypse? Um, yeah, to some degree. Mm. Yeah, because because I have not seen because I'm not watching. I spent four hours watching it. Also, yeah. I, I've I've like watched it like two years ago. Maybe maybe I've I'm forgetting yeah, also. I don't want to. I don't want to make you rewatch it. Yeah, but but it was more cohesive and more. I'm really following the story and it, it's it's elevating more like the connection that, that, that I'm making with it as a viewer of regards to what was shown in, in the theatrical. It give more explanation to what's happening in Africa and the council meeting. Yeah. And coming because because we were mentioning the um 
Um, I was I was talking earlier, um, at, we were talking um, at the podcast about like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm currently also looking at is basically what what kind of like world building they're doing throughout those those things. And um, I would assume that you would get more information about what actually because you've you've you're traveling throughout a different variety of uh, planets and civilizations and stuff like that and every everything has its own vibe its own um history and stuff like that and it's just like um scratch the surface to some degree and i would really like to see what actually is the background story for each planet that they are visiting and um because i think most of the time it's just like plot uh, happens to some degree that it's just like propelling forwards um because otherwise compared to to other movies you would have like a stop kind of like having a look at what's happening over here and stuff like that and then you progress to the next thing and here's just like scene of the scene of the scene of the scene with with new locations new characters and stuff like and that how much it's, do you think is the, the new scenes are slow more Oh, multiple times. Yeah. And by the way, we mentioned Greg, but let's not forget Greg also is, is the guy who say almost like dirty grandpa's to be a masterpiece. And we know how that movie is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Basically, don't trust Craig when it comes to movie opinions. Sometimes he also has good, good ideas and good quotes, but yeah. not with regards to Batman v Superman. <laughs> You know what? If I had an answer, I would have him, you know, possess, post an image of him when he was Wonder Woman, and then it's out just to give people some nightmare fuel. Okay. Yep. And um, so, what was your impression about the movie? And the Rebel Moon? Or you want to talk? Yes. For a second, I was even asking about Batman v Superman. Just uh, in general. Uh, to tell you the truth. I had to refresh myself reading the Wikipedia after watching the film because I saw it yesterday and I actually for, forgot some stuff about the film. I mean, yeah, you might, it's a forgettable movie. So I'll say this. The thing is, the thing is, just just at the beginning, um, I was talking yesterday with with uh, my best friend about it, who was watching this movie also um, throughout the last couple of weeks, uh, days. And um, we basically had the same thing at the beginning. We had to rewind the opening monologue three times just to get to to get the things that that uh, uh, the things that Anthony Hopkins is saying, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Talking um, about someone who's wasted, who's got at least a good page. I hope he got paid. Yeah, but- but, but he's, he's he's basically giving away like what is this world actually and we had to rewind three times separately from each other just to get everything like the entire story right I thought you said you rewinded because you want to see the vagina whose portal is kept that's another thing <laughs> um, that's another okay, thing that... I, when... that was basically the first idea that I had and that's I basically... actually everyone's idea you, I that's the first thing I I opened yesterday Twitter. That was the first image I I saw in my Twitter feed. 
Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's like... I was. I think. I think the movie came out at nine o'clock, um, in the morning, and I was watching it around twelve yeah. o'clock, or eleven o'clock, and the first scene that I'm seeing, like, first of all, this starship looks like a giant fucking dick. And, and you know what? This is actually, you know what? We should apologize for the dick spaceship in Man of Steel after seeing. The- Yeah, yeah, it's it's basically much much longer than that. Yeah. And this dick flying flew a giant vagina, <laughs> space vagina, so to say. Yeah. And you definitely know, okay, this giant uh, space empire is fucking the entire uh, galaxy. It's it's really subtle in its context that it's like smacking you over the face. I mean, compared to. Um, the first scene in in Star Wars where you have this like big big star destroyer coming in from above, and you see this like small rebel ship flying away from it, and you just see the vastness of the uh, of the empire that this small rebel crew does not have any chance at all of winning against it. And here you just seeing like, okay, this galactic empire is fucking the entire galaxy. Something seems you're going way too deep. You're thinking way of too deep with it. That was the immediate first thought that I got. The immediate first thought. I didn't really like think about it like five or ten minutes. Just oh. during this credit. So therefore, I had to rewind it three times because I was so baffled by this scene. God, where's Andy when you need him? It 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 really it really stood out. <laughs> Should I clip this spot and send it to Andy? Because maybe I feel, I feel like he, maybe he can give us a better explanation. Maybe, but but it really it really stood out for me. Yeah. Maybe maybe you could you can also like clip this out on TikTok or something like that, because I'm. Uh, I'm I think we get us banned if we mention vagina. <laughs> I'm 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 not saying I'm not saying against it, but. Uh, Getting banned on on TikTok. Do you? I, I do you post a clip of that scene on TikTok? I'm pretty sure people are posting it. Ah crap! You know what? It's a it's a it's a great start for this podcast. <laughs> like I said, I wish Andy was here. <laughs> God, when why aren't you here, Andy? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, where was I talking? Oh, yes, that's vagina and uh, the... Yeah, just this giant vagina. Oh, yeah, so we... With Anthony Hopkins and everything, basically the story is that there was a king uh, who was played by... What's the guy from Princess Bride? What's his name? The actor. But that's, that's that place, the king. I was I was still uh, thinking about Min and Tide's Carrie Elves. Oh, yeah, that's him, um, Carrie Elves. Robin Hood. Yeah, he was also the doctor in the first Saw movie. Man, so you find out that he, that he was the emperor. He got killed. Him and his family. And does this remind you of the sort of that? What's his name? The Russian Empire, Rasputin. Was... I was I was getting big Foundation vibes actually, to some degree, because oh. they were saying like. Uh, They've been like living for several thousands of years and stuff like that. They always like progress well, their. I know what's name. I 
What's the name? Uh, the, the, that was the inspiration for Bi Bioshock, the first Bioshock game. Oh. You remember her, I think. Was it the fountain here? Something like this? Was and Rise something? Yeah, uh, uh, um, Ayn Rand. And what? Ayn Rand? Let me check because Ayn Rand is the who wrote the interview with the vampire. Let me see. Yes, yes. Because I remember Snyder said he wants to make he wanted to make this into a movie. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I th I think there's there's also like a very subtle. Um, connection between um, Zack Snyder and Ayn Rand in his movies um, but it's a different topic by itself but let's just say like that I'm not very big fan of this kind of ideology mm. but it's a big topic by itself yeah and did you hear like he, he also I think he's, he might make a movie about Alexander the Great and his gay lover like he was originally supposed to be a 300 you know a sequel movie, but then he, he, the rights was with one of us. Then he just got the rights back to it, and, he's, and he said it's gonna be very erotic, etc. It's gonna make it on Netflix. I don't know when is it, what if it's gonna be next project or not. I have no idea. You can Google it if you see King Arthur, not King Arthur, uh, Alexander the Great. Yeah, but I'm so, uh, saying like, um. Snyder will produce Twilight of the Gods, uh, inspired by Norse mythology for Netflix. Snyder is also developing a King Arthur film, which he said would be a faithful retelling. And for some reason, uh, set during the American Gold Rush era, which does not fit, actually. How the hell is this? This is like that Pinocchio movie with Pauly Shore, which is there to market as a true story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah, what was I talking about? Oh yes, um, so you find out like now that the king died and then uh, his second in command, I uh, forgot the actor catch him, but it's the guy from Hawkeye who plays I think uh, Echo's right hand man. Remember the TV show Hawkeye? Yeah, that's actually I think that the 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 main villain of the story, whom its kind was working for. That's him. Oh, I actually forgot about it. <laughs> you forget about a lot of actors who are in this movie. It's like, oh, that guy was in it? Like the fact you find yeah, out I that know. Corey Stoll, the bad guy from Advent, is in it. Yeah, I, uh, he he stood out for me at the beginning. Corey Stoll, I know, because they have them like him. Because I think Anthony Hopkins, like I said, he's wasted in this film. I hope he yeah, got paid I, well. I, but I don't know how long he is in the sequel. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I was wondering that that you would have a bigger role in the second part because because it it, it this this one kind of baffled me also in a, in a way like uh, okay we we do need to have a C three PO like clone character um, and he should sound the uh, at the the most British you could get and of course you would be saying like Sir Anthony Hopkins. He reminded me of that robot from the last Transformer Michael Bay movie. The transformer. Oh, I said, God. remember, uh, and Topkin had a butler robot. Yeah, he but he was of... also in. He was actually also in this movie. Yeah, at least in this movie, he's not saying "dude," like in that. 
<laughs> I have not seen oh. the movie, but I, I, someone said that he runs, they make him run the movie, and it looks very funny. Mm. Okay. Um, so you. But my, I, have, I, have, I have to say, Sofia Butella was actually a great uh, choice for being the lead of this of, the, of this movie. Um, I feel I've like the actors in... are are not bad, but just that the material they were given, it's like it's not that good. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sofia Butella was basically most of the time like uh, secondary characters or evil characters. Every time like, I've seen in a project, she, I actually did like her. And, um, but and she, was, she was great in Star Trek. She was great in Star Trek Beyond. And she was actually the main highlight of the Mommy movie with Tom. With Tom Cruise. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and 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 for some reason, I haven't I haven't seen much during the last couple of years from her. I think. But, um, I think I might have. Seen was she doing a TV show or anything? Let me check. She's Algerian too, I didn't know. Let me check. Yeah, she's Modern awesome. Love by Amazon Prime. Then there is. Oh, a... she was in that uh, Nicolas Cage movie, uh, Prison of the. Yeah. Maybe she took a break from acting. It's so, like you want to take. Oh, she she is she does. She was in Guillermo del Toro's uh, cabinet. They're not of like high big profile, but there's like small stuff. Yeah, but but she was she was crazy. I mean, she actually. was still working. With 2019 and 2020 was when. She has Argyle also coming next year. What's this the yeah. killer's game? Yeah, this this is also a very interesting movie that uh, that's coming out. It's also a comedy movie, I think, with Batista she's doing. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, the second part of this one. This is... What was that? Oh, yes, I forgot that Argyle's... It's kind of confiatic, it didn't Apple TV. Yeah, I th there's, there's some kind of... I mean, I think Apple TV makes, makes several... Um, Combined releases right now. I mean, that new Mark Warburg they released because that's when director them didn't release it theatrically like Napoleon and what was the new Killer of the Flower Moon. And apparently, they are actually they were impressed with Napoleon's box. I mean, it was not I think like a box office, but they, they, it did more than what they expected with Napoleon. They're like, you know, we can release some other movies in, in theater. Yeah, yeah. No, it does make sense actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure right now, you know, you've heard the story like Jay Gerhold might be upset on Amazon because they're releasing, he wants Roadhouse remake to be released theatrically. Amazon's not releasing it. They even went, they screened it to Jeff Bezos on his, was it, his boat and it's still, they're still moving on Amazon Prime. And then now a few days ago, a report came out that, oh yeah, they're releasing The Rock's movie Red One on theater. Great. Great stuff. Yeah. Yep. So we were talking about oh yeah, so we talk about them um 
you can talk about the cast because the actors uh so we, yeah they're like a Corey Stoll is also in the tent is he supposed to be Corey. like a um the the what, chief of the village they, I mean, what do you call like, them the, the viking people the northmen like like this because yeah he had this had this thing um the the only thing that that was um putting me off a little bit was in in the beginning when they had this like um this um festivities for some reason and they were saying ah let's let's have an orgy and stuff like that so this was kind of like what the fuck is going on i uh, know and of course um, we see it like it's the beginning i feel like this shows like it's a small village and they're just growing corpse it's basically like what we don't call it. this movie is basically like they took the first part of Seven Samurai or Magnificent Seven like most people know it and the second part is going to be the second half of the word because if you've seen the third you know it's going to be the second part of Magnificent okay. Seven or Seven Samurai it's, be- it's basically they're growing the cult the island the, the bad guys come in you know led by its screen as what's his name uh, is it Admiral or what he is Atticus Noble. I know, but Isn't what's Admiral? his ranking? Uh, Admiral. Yeah, Admiral Noble. Of course, he comes in and his stick. He demands that they give them like the uh, share of the stock. He's going about. He told about the. I just remember his name is a uh, Sindri, right? Uh, Kurt Stoll's character. Um, Atticus Noble. You see, uh, I'm talking about yeah, Sindri. Like he tells him, like, hey, you know, we don't have the stock. And then he goes to. By the way, I'm just reading the next cast because some of the cast doesn't even I even forgot what the actor's name. Uh, me Gunnar. Because it's the guy. If you know, he's the actor from Game of Thrones. It's funny enough, both him and Scream they played the same characters on Game of Thrones. You know this, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Ed Screen was the original actor, then he left and they brought him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Michael? Uh, Michael Hussman. Yeah, the, what, but, uh, what the guy said. So he... <laughs> <laughs> As he's coming from the Netherlands. He's a Dutch actor, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, he was also, you know, in. Uh, was that that uh, Mike Flanagan shit the first season? Ha- the Hunting of Hell House. He was one of the brothers. And, and he was also receiving. What was that? that uh, what was that? Um, Blake Lively movie. Where I think it also had Harrison Ford in it. But, but I think you know which movie it is, right? Mm, I'm blanking on it. But right, someone that she's yeah. like, doesn't age. And like, she's, she's, I think she's an immortal or something like this. Mm. Yep. So in our he Gunner tells him tells Admiral what's his, he said Admiral Noble, right? Yeah, Admiral yeah. Noble. And again I'm gonna say this again, I mean like the mo- movie is forgettable like sometimes I even forgot the character's name. So Kai will keep on reminding me, so I apologize in advance. The, the the only thing that's that's really standing out was Charlie Hunnam's uh, character's name. Uh, I I wonder why. We'll talk of we'll get to him yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for, there, uh, for spoiler there are certain, certain, certain things for me that, that stood out. And, and spoiler and was is like... not Han Solo, in case anyone was wondering. 
No, definitely not. No, it's, it's it was more, more like if it's. I mean, my name, my my uh, given name is 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 very seldomly used in in any kind of TV shows or movies. But kind of like when they were first uh, mentioning his name, I was like, "What? Who is calling me?" And stuff yeah. like that. So it's really like very very strange. All right. So what was I? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Ghana tells the Admiral Noble like we do have some stock in it, and everything is is this guy's fault. To tell you the truth, if he, had, but at the same time you're like he's gonna kill someone, Admiral Noble. Then, so he tells her then he goes on he kills Sindri and he tells him I want my crops ready or else. Yeah. And of course we see like the, he leaves some men the crew the we also get introduced to that Android dance in Hopkins character. You find out that he used to serve uh, the king now because the king died. He's no longer serving anyone. And he's not even fighting. Like now, you see how they're abusing him, etc. If I even say he's not gonna fight us, and of course he there also he prevents the the gear of with the water bucket. Yeah. Is there name Sarah? What? Is her name Sarah or something like this or some? I, I'm looking. I'm looking through the list and not really like see standing out right now. See if it's. it's uh, a... I think I think Sam is her name. Sam. Ah, uh, and from the teaser, like she might have a bigger role in the second film. Yeah, I w I would I would be thinking like the first one was more like setting up like the entire universe and this second would be like we're defending our part of the universe against the giant galactic empire yeah so what was i talking about oh yeah so sophia patel because you know she see her leaving and then this one she's seeing that they're, they're attacking is it sam right yes yeah they're trying to you know to rape her but she saves her and then you see like he's holding her hostage then the Anthony Hopkins robot character comes in you see him picking the gun then he shoots him and then he runs away yeah, you, have, you, have, you, have, you have to say at the beginning that they sort of like using the robot for shooting practices to some that they're, they're really like shitting on him is this supposed to be like a, a bit from materials is not it's like a the because I don't think he's damaged enough because like his armor is on him. Yeah, but but it, uh, I I think I think the idea is that he gets shot by by the soldiers and mm -hmm. he befriends Sam, and then this basically tips him off when he sees that they're trying to rape her, um, that he's going to help her and kill the uh, soldiers. Yeah. Which is like his mini arc throughout his movie. And that's it, and that's his arc, and then he leaves. Yeah. And no, he just he stays, but boom, he runs away. I was like, that's it. That's that's what you're using Anthony Hopkins for in this film. <laughs> well, I hope I mean, he got paid. The hope is that he has a bigger role in the second one. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe he'll have the similar role as what's her name, uh, Phasma from. If he's trying to make up what he did, no, 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 no. I was, I was thinking like um, K2SO from from Solo, and uh, not not Solo, uh, Rogue One. Yeah. This, but I think um, he had more screen time and stuff to do in that film, K. 
yeah, exactly. My, my, if if you would be taking like this this two movie thing, then like, yeah, you know what I mean. But you know, I would say these people comparing it to Star Wars for me. When I'm seeing it, it's like, it reminds me of that uh, Wachowski movie, the Jupiter's Ascending. This film, more than mm. because it's the style and the tone of the film, and yeah, also but, that but both it, the it, films are boring, forgettable films. Yeah, it, it's using so many tropes of it. Um, royal from, families from also because that also does old movie has royal family. And yeah. I think even the outfit of some of the cats look the same because. <laughs> yeah. So what was I talking? Oh yeah. So after she yeah, kills so basically... him, and she tells him it's like yeah. just like it's going to be war for, with them. So she says like I'm. She takes a gun because you find out a gun used. He made a deal with their assistants. He tells him like, you take me now to these people to meet them. So they leave. Uh, and that's when they go on deliver and that's where she confesses to Garner that this used to be like an imperial soldier like the, the uh, we forgot to mention uh, the name of the uh, uh, the what's it the uh, the what's it motherboard motherland um mother mother planet motherboard yes is this something yeah, like, something like, like that. Can't, you can't find anything better than this word. Mother world. Mother world. Yeah, so. Every time I keep hearing, I keep saying, I want to say motherboard. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> motherboard, yeah. yeah. Because that's the thing. I was like, you couldn't find another name for this? This like, what yeah, was it that, uh, that from Avatar? Like the, what's that rock? Unobtainium? This felt like another unobtainium. It's like, it's a lazy thing. It's yeah, like, you couldn't... It, no, it, yeah, there's some other things. I mean, there is this one planet, which is like the, the next planet they are going to visit. It's called Welt. Writ written uh, as V-E-L-D-T. And as a German, this reminded me of the word Welt, which is like the translation of world. So, so basically it's like, you're saying they, they, they didn't do a great job with the world building. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's basically like just looking at uh, through some some lexicon and translation book, and it was like I don't know what the, what's the good. It's like they have a mix of oh this word is good, we call it this one. This feels like they yeah. had you know like how sometimes you have like the stock word until you get the final word. Like sometimes you put this word feels like it's like they didn't, they didn't got it. It's like yeah, I just reset like this. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Mother, it's like it's it's like using the the first draft throughout thing without like reiterating on it yeah and i heard that someone also mentioned like it just felt like it's like it was not a finished draft and also yeah. by the way um if, if, you, if you hear me mentioning saying motherboard don't correct me okay i'm gonna call it motherboard i'm not gonna i don't care for correcting it. okay <laughs> okay so you find out that she used to be a soldier for them where uh the bad guy the, the now who's like is, is the leader of the mother bo mother world whatever what's his, what's his name Bati Baisalis Batias or something like this I call him Basil alright we, we call him Basil for, for this book just to keep it short so you find out that <laughs> her family were murdered by the army and then Basil like he he take care of her he he, he and the reason like his daughter she becomes like a perfect soldier in the army 
And I'll say this, this thing, I only liked it because it reminded me of a blizzard cutscene. Like, you know, like those blizzard cutscenes, this is what it felt like, this scene. Even down okay. to that flag scene, because, you know, like how you watch like the, like the trade you do like for Diablos and stuff. This is what it felt like. Mm. In fact, the whole movie feels like a video game. Yeah, it does. It does. It and, really does. And like, apparently, it, I don't know, because I know like they're level. making a, v a game for on Netflix, but... I read that Snyder even had the idea when before he made the films like I'm gonna make this into a video game, originally. Yeah, I, I think they wasn't wasn't there this one company that oh no it was a board game. Yeah, they're suing um, so them. I heard there's something like this, but I don't know. The yes, exactly. But but I think that he they also wanted to have a. A uh, video game on Netflix, on the Netflix. They, they announced platform. it because it was, I think, in the. What was that he did in Germany? It was the Summer Game Fest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he announced. He showed the first trailer. And he announced they were doing. No, 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 no. Gamescom. Was it Gamescom? Yeah, yeah Summer Game oh, Fest no, no. is what he does in LA, right, right. Yeah. yeah my bad. So many things he does that Kaylee. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, so she tells she tells Gunnar her backstory and and then that's where we they, they go to that uh, bootleg Moss. So what's what's the the bar in Star Wars is called Moss Eisley? Yeah, Moss Eisley Cantina. Yeah, we, yeah they go to bootleg Moss Eisley and then we see like the his and contract is being taken by the bounty hunters. Moss Moss Eisley on Wish. Most obviously, of in those, those productions, like they make like a, you know Asylum. Yeah, yes. but yeah. This one done by yeah. a higher budget, most obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Even down to the creature stuff. I mean, they're not perfect like Star, but still, they feel like most obviously. It's the, the the thing is, that's that's basically I think the. Um, if if you're looking uh, through the videos of Screen Crush, um, they they sometimes have these things where they compare one movie with another thing and compare them with regards to one scene. And I think this scene, if you compare it to Star Wars, to to the OG mm -hmm. Star Wars, um, I think this would be like the connecting uh, scene where you can really compare both both things with respect to each other, because. The characters in in the original Star Wars movie in this cantina, you could think about all those different aliens in there, and throughout the coming years, they had every one of them had their own kind of backstory. So this one was a smuggler, this one was this doing this, this was uh, he was in a war and stuff like that. Yeah. And in this cantina scene. None of them have any sort of like. It's like the, the, the rejected aliens from uh, Star Wars. Like I use these instead. Yeah, it's it's just like random things sitting in the background and stuff like that. Yeah. Not really like having any kinds of personality. Of course, like because also one thing we forgot to mention besides finding the rebels, uh, uh it's like Sophia Butler's cat is near. Her name is Cora in the film, but that's not her real name. That's her. Undercover, that's their like new name because we find out that I don't know what's her original name. I'm just gonna call her Cora because that's the name she she could call and easier to remember. She she tells like we also have to find the general who's we find out that it's what's his name, Jaime Hansu. Like 
he's gonna we're gonna have him join us in our fight. But she goes, yeah. because you couldn't find the repulse. It's like, what about the gym? Then you see that, uh, but this actually, this acting, this even remind me of like they stole that from the Arachnite from Mass Effect. Mm. Remember, because that's how it's because she, that's how because this creature feels felt like the Arachnite. Mm. Even the whole movie feels like Mass Effect too, if you think about it. The recruiting people to travel from planet planet. To some degree, but it feels more like a consecutive um, combination of cutscenes. Yeah. Where you have like, okay, now this scene is where we get this guy, and this scene we are getting this guy, and this yeah. scene you're getting this yeah. guy. And it's like, oh. just like it's getting the band together kind of thing throughout the entire second act. Yeah. Yeah, because, and that's and, when you, we 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 that particular he turns like, oh, that general he's in the planet, etc. He tells them, and does he also tell them where to, where are, who tells them where the rebellion is is at where, the location of the rebellion. Oh, uh, was I it that tentacle creature or was it Kai Charlie, Adam's character? Could be Kai, I I don't know. That that that's the thing you you're forgetting most of the things. Yeah, I mean, we haven't even forgot, we haven't even talked to the power. It's screen has sex with the a tentacle is, monster. The, the the thing is, in in retrospect, I have no idea how they are coming from planet to planet. It's it's for me. It's just they're like opening in, a in vagina, they're closing a vagina. That's all they do. Yeah, Always no, comes no, back no, to the vagina. Remember? No, no, no. <laughs> the, the, the the reason why you are saying like I'm getting to the next planet, why? Am I going to not not the how why? That's the thing that's that's missing uh, in my brain. The only explanation I think the guy gives an explanation is like, hey, you're looking for a crew. I know a guy here, and then because remember he takes him to that. We'll talk about it later. So basically, in, in the cantina, a guy tries to you know to he's he's you know molest you know gunner like say I want to bang him, and then she tells him no, leave him, and then they start fighting, start killing each other, and. I think Kai is the one who tells them like where the location of the um, rebellion. He tells them like, but before we go to the general and the rebellions, he, he said I agree to help him. I'll I'll take you guys to a guy. I think you can be a good person for your crew. Because I think they even tell him like, well, they're looking for an armed group of men. He takes him to that desert to plans to uh, where they, they meet the slave guy and the griffin. Oh yeah, yeah. The, now that the Harry Potter scene. <laughs> You're not the first one who said this. Uh, it's it's uh, the thing. This the scene. I think um, he needed a scene with a flying scene, like cool to make it look cool. That's what he. Yeah, wanted. but it it doesn't really make any sense for the rest of the movie because I was under the impression he's he wanted going to, to make like oh, you know like oh I'm going to do a character like. No story, but I make something visual. Like I'm showing that they're badasses. That's how. Yeah, you could do this any other way, but not like this. Sometimes I feel like he's depending on the casting of the characters because you know, Jamin Hansu. We don't see him doing things like. Oh, but you know, this is Jamin Hansu. You know that he's a badass, except like, but but we don't need introduction for him. I feel like he's did the right on the casting for this one. Uh, what's his name? Of what's his Tarek? Uh, the slave uh, who owned 
that the, the Griffin. I think it's Tarek. Tarek, yeah. yes, Tarek. Yes. Because he's played by an accidental people. No, it's like you know what? I'm gonna show him this instead to show him a badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it reminded me more like of um, a mixture of Avatar. So the James Cameron Avatar. All oh, right, so and, this is um, like Avatar with, with the flying because they yeah, have and, and, but that one looked better than this. Yeah, I would say this stuff that and, I was watching and, it on my TV and, and my iPad. Uh, the 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 of special fixing didn't look that good. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. And and pot racing, of course, to some degree, because it's had Still some it's... similar vibes. Pot racing from Star Wars. Never. Yeah, I was um, like, I don't. Don't think you see the flying Griffin scene. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah. that scene. And by we forgot to mention about the Griffin thing. Like they made a deal. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna free him. I'll let him go if you can tame the Griffin. If not, then you guys are all gonna be my slave. But but he tames it, and then you get your lesson. It's like you're free. And of course, you know what the Griffin does to the white guy. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was the thing that that gave me the the most um, episode one vibes because this guy reminded me of Watto. That was the thing. No, no, no. He didn't look like Greg Miller. He can't be Watto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but he has but, to be shirtless, and uh, you should be having pumpkins. You know, you need pumpkins, exactly. and you have to make him also pumpkins. a Jewish stereotype. He was not a Jewish stereotype. <laughs> then you get that. that <laughs> uh, you think I'm going to get canceled for what we just said right now? No. I mean, I mean, uh, looking at the beginning of of our things. You know what? Uh, all good. One which we have problems with George Lucas, not that he's the one who created all this. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we've we've been talking about at the beginning that the curve of this video is basically a peak at the beginning, and then it's slowly fading outside. So nobody's. Someone's watching it right now. He's We're gonna. He's gonna, you know, clip this and then years later, people he was like, "Hey, what did you remember when you said this?" You've been on Twitter, some dumbass. I was like, "We were always joking, you dumbass." <laughs> yeah, he's a good sport. And also, if you if you want, like I said, if you want to blame someone, blame George Lucas. He's the one who who created that. Don't come at us. Exactly. Yeah. Also, also, it's like the also. Um, if I'm not mistaken, his wife is also black, and he created Jar Jar. And why were we? He created Jar Jar before he met his wife, his current wife. She's I don't see the connection, but yeah. Jar Jar's supposed to be like the Steph, Stephen Fetch character. Uh, if you if you Google him, basically you find out why. A black okay. stereotype. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, oh. Yes, um, that's enough of the episode one. Because it's a topic for another day. Yeah. Where was I? Oh, yeah, so they succeed, but they give him the grave. And then they ask, Kai, hey, do you know any other crew member? He takes them now to Blade Runner City, where we get to meet. Uh, what's, what's the name of that uh, sisterhood? Of, that was the sister, nice sister from uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That's the name, right? Oh. Because that's what it felt like. Yeah, with the Jedi. Yeah, she, she had really like um, Jedi vibes um, yeah. to some degree. She feel this was that's the, that's the movie Zeta because she even has lightsabers. Yeah, but but not really like directly lightsabers, but lightsabers that have like 
uh, this this fate that they looked like the saber from it? Mandalorian. That's what it felt like. If you think um, about it. Yeah, not not really. It's it it felt more like um, if you are making making a scene with with a lightsaber and you would have basically this um, is his own version it. of lightsaber in his universe. We're not gonna call it lightsaber, but we call it and. Now, I want to ask you this about the the spider creature. That's uh, Jenna Malone from Hunger Games, and and she was also in Soccer oh. Bones. And the director's cut for Batman v Superman. Uh, that's the spider. Uh, did this spider remind you of anything from Star Trek? Because it reminded you of the Borg Queen. Yes, yes. I also I also had the immediate Borg Queen references, at, especially when she's coming. Even she's in coming like from, she mentions from children and stuff. It felt like something Borg Queen would say, right? Yeah. Yeah, she also with these um, kind of appliances that she had on on her face, and this really gave out like Borg Queen vibes yeah. to me. So you're not the only one with that. Yeah, and also my only knowledge of the Borg is first contact. I have not seen all the Star Trek stuff, so I gotta have you here to explain. And you, since I mean, you agree with me, uh, first contact is still my favorite Next movie generation ever movie. from Star Trek. Yeah. No, general Star Trek movie. Mm. Even more over uh, Wrath of Khan and and what's that the yes. Voyage Home? Yes. Okay. Yes. No, it's I I grew up with it and mm. this. And was... I also love that I think that movie has the best score of all the Star Trek movie because I like the intro theme a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Where were I? Uh, okay, so we saw like she she kills that giant spider creature because he's trying to help. Him. Of course, there has to be giant spider because I don't know. Because I mean, I know that it's not John Peters' production because you know John Peters, right? Uh, he's the guy who produces, he's, he's a weird producer. He had the fetish for spiders. Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah the oh, Kevin yeah, Smith yeah, story, yeah, yeah. remember? The Kevin Smith thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, he wanted uh, spiders to Nicholas K. Superman to find a giant spider. And yeah. then he went wild, wild west. This is a giant spider. Eventually got his spider in the Flash movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and in, of course in Wild Wild West. Yeah, and I saw that video. I think I saw it on YouTube. It's in short. Kevin Smith was talking about this. Like my mom was in the hospital. She was in Philly. I got a call for someone. He dude, I have something. It it, it must cheer you up. He was like, but I have to spoil the flash for you. Yeah, go ahead, say it. He said, Nicholas Cage appears in the film fighting a giant spider. Isn't Superman? It's like, and he says that. Then the next day, my mom got well. <laughs> Man. Oh. Oh, okay, so what was that? It's the spider, and that's that. After that, date oh, okay, we forgot to mention a screen that uh, uh, hentai tentacle creature. What was that story? Are you supposed to show him that he's weird? No, I've, I've, I think they wanted to get into more like a mixture of um, sort of like Star, uh, um, the Darth Vader character that he as I, I mean. I got more. He's basically of the like time people say that he's he's like the star, the Darth Vader character of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But instead of choking, he has the stick. Yeah, and this this Balisarius would probably be the empire uh, emperor. Yeah, that's that's what it feels like. Um, no, but but uh, it it really felt like at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back, where you can see like the burnt head of um, Darth Vader, 
um, from from behind, where you can see that there's something happening going on over there. But it 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 kind of reminded me also of the Bacter tanks. Uh, whenever there's someone, are you saying getting... that the, the hentai creature is a Bacter tank in this movie? Yeah. To some I'm degree. not talking oh. about the last scene. I'm talking about the scene where he's with the creature. It doesn't leave me alone. No, the, the the first the first one I got. Um, <laughs> The, the second, uh, the second thing was was more like, ooh, kind of like feeling it. Felt more like a um, symbiotic thing that that that's going on. Some kind of like um... that felt like an art scene from Mass Effect when Shepard is calling like the elusive man in Mass Effect. Too. Yeah, so it felt like also also. Also, strangely connected to 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 the Borg itself. If if we have this Star Trek connection again, um, because most of the most of the Borg drones also have like the direct connections towards um, any kind of like ship connection, and whenever they are going in as a separate drone throughout the, the ship, they are basically the tubules are coming off, uh, getting shoot uh, shooted off. Okay. And, somewhat reminds me of that as well alright um, I think now it was after this that uh, we get actually uh, the scene we, we see the girl meet the general the Jaiman Hansu character was it Titus right? that's his name? Titus yeah but for a second I thought they were gonna show him like he's a gladiator fighting him and instead no yeah. we see him as a drunk the, the, the thing is Whenever there's they started on this world, I immediately felt okay. This is going to be the next big scene that's that's happening throughout the movie. Like we are going to spend the next you, half. You came hour across on this, this Scott Gladiator two. You sit and it's like, oh, let's. Find it's it it felt more like a three hundred repeat to some degree. Hmm. Because I was I was really fe feeling like okay, we are going into this. This kind of colosseum in there, and we are going to see some fights over there. And with bare-chested, six-pack persons uh, running uh, uh, throughout this thing with big muscles on on top of them, and they're going to fight until the end of their lives, and nothing happens. <laughs> nope, because and especially when you got German Hans, who himself is a badass, also. I I was so shocked to see him so jacked up. Um, I was thinking, like, wow, um, he did some uh, gym time in, in in the last couple of months. I think he, I don't know how big of his role because I know he's going to be in Gladiator too, but I don't know how big his role in that film. Because I know Denzel's in it, Pedro Pascal's in it, Paul Mascal is going to be the lead, and what was it? Connie Nelson's coming back. I mean, they, they have some big names in that film, but we don't know how the movie's going to turn out. No, going off topic, as we mentioned with this cut, did you see Napoleon? Nope, not yet. Oh, oh yeah, okay. because that's also a three-hour-long movie. So they get the... Uh, you're reading about the Gladiator 2? Uh, Gladiator 1. Oh, <laughs> um, because I haven't, haven't, haven't seen him um, on the list for Gladiator 2. Hmm. Because uh, the last thing he was in before that, he, it was the Gran Turismo movie. He played the dad of yeah. the racer. So what was I? Uh, oh yeah, so it's, I think it's after that we see that the bounty is, is taken to 
to Admiral Noble, the guy who was supposed to actually gun his contract, where he tells them like uh, with the location of the of the rebels. It's on the planet. Uh, what was it? Uh, I forgot. But I the that that uh, fish creature um, who's voiced by Tony Amadell or something because he was also in Star Wars. Also remember the Jedi like BB-8. But what's that? Uh, the robot in uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor, Kai's companion. Was it BD-8? Be, uh, BD-1. Yeah, BD-1. His B- owner, B- but B- you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, but but Tony Amendola, I know from Stargate, um, who had a very um, very big role there, and he was basically some kind of father figure to uh, the character of TL. A BD-1. Uh, it's uh, actually the the robot I was thinking. And you know who um, uh, Tiak was in um, Sargate SG-1? It was played by Christopher Judge mm. um, of uh, a certain God of War kind of yeah. game. So what was I talking about? Yeah, so they traveled to that you know, planet and to find the rebels. They meet them and we find one of them is played by Ray Fisher, like the sibling. And they tell them their stories, they say that we cannot find then Dreyfish I'll call him Dreyfish but that's his name, but the Blood Axe, right? That's his name. Darian Blood Axe. So Darian he says, I'm going to join them, I'll take any any of the crew wants to join me. And they they all join with him. And uh Darian Darian Blood Axe is such a D and D name. Um if I if I ever hear something like that, it's yeah. Um Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And of course, you see, like also, we've got to mention that with Noble was. Uh, oh, never mind, never mind. Because it's the side because I remember because Noble also gets that like see that a contact of them said they got the location of Dan one of the blood axes. Will you find out yeah. later about it? Who was it? Uh so that's when. You know, with you after they get there and blood axe and some screw just like. And he even tells his sister, like, leave the planet, there's kind of, noble will kind of come. Man, man, when he comes in, he destroys that la, la, la planet. He, that's yeah, supposed to be that's... the Death Star weapons? What they're doing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what is a Death Star It's more star like a Starkiller. What is the for, for Star Wars? That's the name of the ship, Starkiller, something like this. But you get my idea what I'm trying to say, because... It looks like he yeah, blew yeah, up yeah. the whole planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, I think, where he I finds also, actually the. I also forgot about this scene, actually. That's the thing. I'm just yeah, reading but... up a flashback scene, what I can think of. Uh, it was there that that he gets actually, you know, the tip that was the location of one of the Blood Axe siblings. And then you see Kai, yeah. you know, he tells him, like, hey, before we leave, I have to go deliver a package. That's when you was like, oh, He's going to betray, and he does. You find out that yeah, he would, he betrays to the Emperor. Then you find out which characters who like uh, Tarek. You find out he's a prince of a tribe that got killed. I mean, uh, I forgot uh, what's it not the uh, Jedi lady. Because that's an actor that shows in the with the Wachowski some movies, right? 
Donna, Duna Bay, uh, Nemesis. In Nemesis. Talk, talk about some generic name. There's yeah, even a character in that. that uh, what was that? Uh, Samaritan movie with Stallone. No, she was in Cloud Atlas, Jupiter Sending. Man, I can't believe she was in Park Chan Wook's movie also. Oh, she's a Korean. I thought she. Oh, she was in Cloud Atlas. Talking about. Joe will, will fight for this movie, Cloud Atlas. Because he loves it. Are yeah, you... I, I mean, she was she was one of the, the most interesting characters throughout the movie. Because she, uh, her character design was so... But it still feels like a character, different. like you said. But you can see, that's a character you mentioned. It's supposed to be like a Jedi character. Yeah. And I, I would have... Would have felt more like if they would explain more like what what she's been doing what kind of mm -hmm. powers she's having uh, with with these kind of like cyborg that... yeah but what's her story <laughs> that's the thing oh she lost her children because they would say oh they were the cyborg who lost their children trying to go and on the empire and then you find out like uh cora he even says like you were at her real and then you know, Kai is like tries to make gunners like, you know, you can just kill her so long. But you have to make it gunners the one who kill her because, and of course, gunners it takes the gun and he can he kills you know Kai and send let let her go. This point, if one starts fighting each other, then uh, Darius and sacrifices himself to destroy them, the ship, and then Korra, you know, she ends up fighting and 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 beating the hell out of you know Noble. And then it looks like we think she kills him and she's from them of the what's that that was what you were falling on a bowie something like this the space bowie something like that it could be uh so basically they, they fight each other on top of the speed and she threw him off the cliff yeah he's basically falling falling into the deep and into some kind of nebula and stuff like that yeah and you would think like oh he's dead yeah he's dead because she beat the hell out of her, even his teeth even took the nose. So I think that then, of course, and after they defeat them, and just like they, they go back to the village, and and just like you can, they all think like, oh, so, do this thing we're gonna have to now? They say something like we're gonna have to prepare now because the more people might come to fight us because of what we did. Yeah. Yeah, we have, we have to we have to fight, and it would be a very interesting uh, place to defend or to die yeah. there and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, something like that. Yeah, and Tarek actually makes that up. And also, we see like Titus is like, you don't happen to be the Kai said you're that person. You don't happen. She tells him no, I'm not. He was lying. She doesn't tell him that she's actually you know the the what's his name the Basil was his name Basilis. Like, uh, Balisius. I'm calling him Basil. Balisarius. So. He's Sorry. trying to say make him sound like a character from a Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah. because he said you're not happy because you know that she's the guy who reads it. No, he's lying. Oh, we also forgot to mention that uh, Cora, you find out also in her black that she used to. Who does she tell this story to? Like she, that she used to babysit the king's daughter? Uh, she does tell the story, but I mean, basically at that point, like the persons around her or something. I I don't know, actually. 
so, sometimes those those flashbacks are more like thrown in in between. I wonder if, if in the deleted scene we find out that she witnessed the prince's death. That's one thing. Yeah. And 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 that's that's the thing. It's you don't really you, know you think, whether this you think is she's like... really dead or not because I don't think she's dead. The princess. Ah, that's a big question. I, I don't know actually. God, because um, I hope not. In the sequel, the part two, you reveal the twist that was her name. Sam is actually the princess because remember, what was his name? Anthony Hopkins. Robots like you remind me of the princess. Yeah, that explains why he yeah. she, he was able to shoot that. That that soldier don't give it. That'll be a stupid thing if that's the twist. Yeah, but 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 also like what what we were talking in the beginning, it's like the reversal of the 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 names of the movies. Mm. It would make more sense in the for the second movie at that point if if she would become a bigger part of the story. Man, because what would be mm. your reaction if this turned out to be the twist? I was like, ah, I'll be like, get. The... I mean, it's not as bad as that Moonfall twist, but still. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, the thing is, right now, the biggest question that I'm having with this movie, all those those questions that we are having with the backstories, the, the personalities oh. and stuff like that, is this going to be addressed in the extended cut or in part two? And that's basically the, the, the biggest issue that I'm having with this, with this movie right yeah. now. I mean, because I, I do feel that there is enough backstory to fill in the gaps. But the question is, where do they address them? If they are saying, like, if this is being addressed in the extended cut, I was saying, like, why do you need to have an extended cut with that? This is also uh, Netflix. They can give you permission to do uh, how much you want. I mean, I want to know. I actually wonder whose decision was it was like to take out. Was it like, Stein just like, Hey, you know what? I'm doing business. Then I feel like something tells me like Netflix told them like, hey, you know what? Don't make this this long because you can have this to do your own cut. But at least someone needs a PG-13 cut. It's it's at that point. I I've seen lots of speculations. Um, first of all, like the official interviews that you are having with with Zack Snyder, who was saying like, okay, we wanted to have a PG cut. And sometimes during the cutting, we were seeing like, okay, there is potential for an R-rated cut. So now we are working on an R-rated cut, which is longer than than the original one. So, uh, this this thing, which is basically backstory, does and this also, make this? Thing, also, you know what? R-rated? Why did he have to come out and say there's going to be a, a, a director's cut before the movie come out? Yeah, I, I mean, that's the same thing. Also is... with BVS, I remember he was saying before the movie came out, it's like. Oh, don't worry, there's going to be an extended cut. <clears throat> don't announce an extended cut or anything. Just have the movie come out. And then later, just yeah. like, hey, look, we're doing an extended cut for the movie in case you want to see more details. So, I know Tarantino did the same thing with the Hateful Eight. He was like, hey, you know what? After the movie came out, hey, Netflix gave me permission to, to add more scenes and turn into a TV miniseries. On... Yeah. It's... It's... From a marketing standpoint, it's it's very baffling. I mean, there are some sayings that they're thinking about, like the notoriety of uh, Zack Snyder in, uh, in in general to have, like, okay, first a theatrical cut, and then eventually 
there is an extended version that that's longer and bigger and better and stuff like that that has gone back to the age of um, Blade Runner. Um, not only not 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 Blade Runner, but like in in Zack Snyder's um, history um, through the uh, Watchmen movies, for example, um, where there's an extended cut which is much longer than than the original thing. Um, but it's 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 very different, I think, to um, to like Peter Jackson um, having a look at his extended versions of of um, Lord of the Rings, for example, where you can say, okay, the original theatrical cut of the Lord of the Ring movies is a standalone movie that you can watch on its own. In hindsight, you would. As a, as a fan, you would say, okay, I'm most of the times only watching the extended versions of it because it's like extending, giving you more lore and, mm. and stuff like that. But overall, the um, the movies itself stand on their own. And, and for this kinds of movies, it really feels like it feels like that. Most of the time, the studio interferes, like with with as also. And also, sometimes you feel like studio have to interfere. Like, stop making three-hour-long movies. Can't you just make? Sometimes you watch and you're like, man, this scene's unnecessary. Why do you have to put this scene? Like, that's a. That's the thing. That's the thing. In in a in the past, there had been three and a half-hour movies on Netflix, that have been spe- specifically made for Netflix. Yeah. So I'm not really sure why you would have. Also, you know, you talk about the thing I was like, no, uh, the Irishman, I think it it, it was okay by the desert, but I don't think the viewership kicked that well. But you talk about Snyder, I think you, you'll get the viewership with Snyder, even if it was three hour long. The thing is, the thing is, you could also market it in a, in a sense that you can watch this movie twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're giving basically one movie double the amount of watching time, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting um, thing from a marketing perspective. All right. See, what else um, I mean, I mean, I mean, there, there are also like this, this, this other things where, where you can say that Netflix needs to have, um, like, uh, for their investors, a big budget movie around uh, Christmas for Q4 in 2023, and this happens to be then Rebel Moon at that point because it's like the hype level is so big, and um, I think the the second one is scheduled for April. April I think it's April. So it would be um, beginning of Q2, which is the beginning of That's basically the... in four months, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but, but it's the beginning of the uh, financial year 2024. Hmm. So I'm, I'm talking right now in financial investor speak kind of things. Hmm. Um, so that you can basically have Rebel Moon Part 1 at the end of Q, of, of the... Uh, financial year 2023 and then the second part at the beginning of the next financial year yeah so from a <laughs> investment kind of thing it's it's a equal spreading throughout two financial years yeah. um and also but, like, we forgot to mention the movie does also before after that sentence with the, we like we find out that noble is alive and he gets taken to to speak with the what was the, uh, the emperor Basil, whatever. Yeah. You know, he he tells him like his daughter's alive, and 
and he promised that he's going to kill her and that was it yeah yeah this 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 post credit scene felt more like a it felt uh, like something seen or... from the open what I think the part two should open with yeah it, it, it really felt like a um I am your father kind of uh, thing at the very end but, like Star Wars. but they already tell that she's someone who raised her because remember in her flashback she says that he took care of me after I tried to kill him yeah yeah and, uh, and that's the movie Rebel Moon I try to remember as much as I can that's what I all can remember it's, unforget it's a forgettable nice. movie and some of the stuff that I like to read to speak felt like an Emma Shyamalan movie Especially when you know, when we do the last image, you can see some of the way the the way the camera shot was on the face cut and the dialogue felt the same. And like I said, this yeah. felt more like Jupiter Ascending than Star Wars. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, I feel it. It's I an mean, in general, it's it's an unredeemable movie. In your turn, you can want to speak. I have to I have to postpone this thing actually. I have to say, I want to see the, the extended cut first before I can... I, because I, I do feel that this thing has a redeemable quality um, uh, regardless of like this this current version that we are seeing. I, for, for me, it feels like this movie is the equivalent of the day one release of Cyberpunk 2077. But less dildos, but no dildos. <laughs> something like that but it, it, it really feels like that you would need to have several updates for it until it eventually becomes a great game you and tell them to show put Idris Alba Idris Alba in the movie to be good yes Idris, Idris Alba will be in the DLC uh, in the um, in the extended cut and then he'll uh, come out it's like, like now the movie's good <laughs> like that something trick. like that no but <laughs> But I, I, I was I was thinking more like the, the updates that are coming in, uh, regardless of the of the DLC that's coming out. But um, looking at what the state of the game was when it came out in 2020, with regards to how the game looks like in 2023, which is a very different kind of game uh, experience that you're having, and it. That that that's my fear that um, that we are going into some kind of like this situation that that you would have a day one release of a movie. And that's even what's and, happening with uh, Napoleon. You heard like so this cut like oh yeah I'm releasing a four hour cut, but he said I think he's gonna edit it to a main series on Apple TV. Yeah, that that's that's the diff that's the other question. If you have a um so. Right now, the movie is two and a half hours long. Two, right. I think, at 15 minutes, 15, something like this. Wasn't, yeah. Which I'm glad it's not Some, two and two a half, half hours. Two, two hours and something. So, the question is, how long is the extended cut going to be? Will it I think be he said an hour long. long. Yeah, then, then we would be more like in a three and a half, four hours kind of kind of thing. Because I know Napoleon's three now, hours long, the, the original, the theatrical cut. Yeah, no, no, no. Just, just um, extending on this idea. Though the the second movie is also going to be probably around two and a half hours, and maybe, or maybe longer. This extended, 
yeah, and maybe this extended cut of this second movie will also be around four hours. So combining those things will probably put it in the range of seven to eight hours in total. If you're taking like the extended cut of the first movie and the extended cut of the second movie. So my question is at that point, you would at that point you would have a mini series of eight episodes. Uh, if you would recut it to a eight episode mini season, would this be a better release schedule compared to releasing two parts of a movie uh, in comparison to 10 or eight to 10 episodes of a, um, of a mini series or TV series? Because right now I'm looking at some of the, the Apple Plus TV shows and they're very into sci-fi um, based um, uh, TV shows like Foundation, Silo, For All Mankind and stuff like that. And, and they're really embracing this kind of format for, for these kinds of stories. And my fear is um, if, you, if you're just having a look at the second act of this movie, like when, when she's going from from this planet to this planet to this planet to this planet. It, it really feels like this could be two or three episodes of a of a TV series where you can really like expand on, on each planet that they're visiting and stuff like that. Really, uh, give, giving you more as a vibe of like getting the band together and stuff like that. And my fear is that putting it out as a double movie thing um is basically the wrong format for this kind of story that's like my gut there have been some people who do show like people say man this should have been a tv show instead of a movies etc but i don't know if it, if the tv show because the problem, i feel like if i've i don't know how we, we thought if it was a tv show because it depends the also on the extended cut what are the scenes that the he's not that's also nothing. Depends also. Yeah, but 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 you can really extend on on some of the themes and some of the planets and giving more backstory and stuff like that. And I mean, uh, right now there uh, it's credited on uh, on Wikipedia that um, they're having sort of like a budget of one hundred sixty six million. That's combined both of the films, right? Combines both both of the films, and. Is is well uh, in the range of uh, TV shows that that are currently produced on on yeah. those those things. So, if you even say that some of the visual effects well didn't look like a, a movie quality, because I saw Army of Darkness that had better special effects than this. I mean, you could think of like different ways to show intergalactic. Um, traveling and not really like flying through a giant vagina. Yeah. Uh, Again, I wish something... Andy was here. <laughs> that should be the new drinking yeah. game every time someone says vagina. Yeah, space space vagina. And before people complain to us, blame Zack Snyder. He did it, not us. In the movie. Yeah. 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 We we we're just commenting on it. Yeah. We're not. We're not Look, we don't, we don't, um, I think, well, you know what, let's yeah, but, wait yeah, and but, see what the extent, because I might have to see the extended cut, because I don't know what further part two, yeah. they're going to end up using the first theatrical cut with the PG-13, because he might end up 
explaining you might have showed something we thought oh wait if this thing would make sense if you saw the extended cut because i don't know what he's gonna how he's gonna edit the film so i say we have to wait for if you want yeah. to probably to review it we'll wait for the extended and see how it is but if i have to review this like i said it's gonna be 100 dable but i'll wait for the extended cut and see it yeah yeah and because I, i'm actually more in the middle of it yeah we'll wait and I think that's it for today's uh, episode. Uh, thanks, Kai, for joining me. And where, where do you want people to tell people where they can find you? Um, basically, you can find me on uh, any of the socials under at Arvo underscore Crynet on Twitter slash uh, the the platform formerly known as Twitter. Uh, um, also. Uh, now also on Freds because it's Freds is oh, now right. Freds is with, now is in Germany. Yeah, go follow him at Freds too. And uh, I was yeah. we're gonna also waiting for Blue Sky to go public. We still you know it's it's still in beta. Let's yeah. hope this one gets it does everything well. And uh, as for me, I'll just go to link three uh, slash i yes three hundred pro for all my links of the website. If you want something easier, go to YouTube Redemption of the Rotten. Uh, it's also on Spotify and. And iTunes and other podcasts that's available, Redemption of the Rotten. Like, subscribe, give us a, a thumbs up, reviews, and uh, what else? Anything basically to give us to spread the word, share it, tell people to like and subscribe us so we get, that we can get more viewership. Maybe, heck, we might, give, might get more audience and a reason to create more content, other stuff beside me, Redemption of the Rotten. And uh, that's it, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. And uh, if you're listening to this, uh, I don't know when I might post it. I'll try to be supposed to maybe on Sunday the the 31st so I tried to post it before you know what before the new year's we guys wait for before the new year that'll be like by the time I do this might be a new year so happy new year everybody happy new year